Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Getting closer and closer to the divisional round in the NFL playoffs. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. we got plenty to cover here on today's show. We're going to take a look at the injury reports, get you ready for these games coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We'll have all the coverage right here on Sports Grid. It's great to be with you here on Fantasy Sports today on this uh, 18th of January as we're getting closer to the Super Bowl as well. Going to have live coverage from Glendale, Arizona. Looking forward to that as well, Davis. But, uh, you know, we start off with uh, some tennis today. A very big upset at the Australian Open. And naturally, some unexpected things happening in sports as we dive in this morning. So great to be with you again. What's going on? Yeah, overnight. I mean, look, Nadal. Uh, Nadal. I guess, I mean, it's it's the Australian Open. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not Roland Garros. So I guess it's not the absolute biggest upset that you ever could have had with, with Nadal losing. But anytime one of these, you know, top 10 players on the men's side of the bracket loses early on. I mean, I played tennis DFS last night and there were 37 matches on the slate. So like there were, were very early on in this tournament. Um, so that, that is always, that is always a little bit surprising, but I mean, look, we, we love a good, we love a good tennis final. Yep. That's for sure. Let's get to our headlines here on the show and believe it or not, somebody who I'd never heard of before ends up beating Rafael Nadal the name of Mackenzie McDonald. That is the stunner today as McDonald is moving on at the Australian Open and Rafael Nadal is headed home. And this was not close. Straight sets also in the victory. The Tennessee Titans have hired former Gator Ran Carthon as their new general manager. Great news there. Bad news, though, for the Gators is Jaden Rashada, who they had a NIL commitment with of $13 million. That has fallen through. So the four-star recruit going to head somewhere else. Uh, Gators having trouble, obviously, at quarterback. With Anthony Richardson going to the pros, they're going to need someone next year. Michigan co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss put on leave amid an investigation. So a story will follow, uh, obviously, later today on Newswire as well. But Davis, naturally, we're getting closer and closer to the next games coming up. I've been watching, like, every morning I'm waking up and I'm taking a look to see uh, at the point spread, see if anything's changing significantly. But now these games are so tight. And so sharp, I just don't see a lot of deviation coming from these games this weekend. So uh, looking forward to sort of going into it. We will dive a little bit more into the injury report. But, uh, you, know, you know, albeit not, not that significant, I think, from an offensive perspective at least. Yeah, I mean, we did get a little bit of action the last 24 hours uh, in Dallas, San Francisco. That game opened at 4. And uh, a couple of books now, FanDuel has moved San Francisco to 3 uh, I believe our uh, a couple other books are are starting to lean that way as well, which is pretty interesting. I mean, you, you might uh, you might be sitting there at home being like, oh, one point, like you know what? I mean, 
that's no the move from four to three is like actually huge and the move between honestly even the move from three and a half to three is pretty big now i don't know why FanDuel specifically made that move they were the first one generally speaking FanDuel is not even particularly a market making book so maybe they took like some absolutely huge action at uh at a different price and just wanted to kind of adjust their risk profile and we might not see other books move it that way maybe there's an injury we don't know about you know maybe kyle use has a sprained ankle or something you know i i mean it could be it could be anything or or maybe they just think that that is the best number i i think from a spread perspective that is the most interesting game of the uh of the Definitely. weekend though and um you know this Rand carthen story uh i i got an update for you here so Rand carthen moves from the 49ers to the Titans. He's now the general manager of the Titans. What do the Titans not have? A quarterback. What do really? the 49ers have a surplus of? Quarterbacks. You could argue they have three quarterbacks who could start NFL games. And Trey Lance, last night on his Instagram story, Craig, we're, get, we're getting deep in the weeds. He posted <laughs> three crossed finger emojis with a picture of Rand Carthen as the GM of the Tennessee Titans. Wow. I wonder what, what cryptic meaning could Trey Lance be suggesting with the three cross finger emojis. I, I, I mean, that is, I, I hadn't even thought of that element uh, until I was kind of cruising around Twitter this morning, but that is super, super interesting. Yeah. And, and look, something could happen again, when you have a new general manager that comes in, it don't matter who they took in the past. So I would guess, and, and I think we're totally in agreement now that Malik Willis is just never going to play. Uh, anywhere, I think he's. I don't. I just don't think he's going to play in the NFL. Period. I'm sorry to say, Malik. It's just. I. I may, maybe that could change, but I just don't think it's going to happen. That's an easy cut, Davis, for a new GM. You know, that's a fourth round pick, third round pick. That's like, hey, this is not mine. I'm going to go fix this. Maybe it is Trey Lance. Maybe it is Jimmy Garoppolo. Also, I think we saw on social media too. You you talk about Instagram. What's with this Lamar Jackson Instagram post where he posted a picture of his back, but not his full number half with a zero like everyone's trying. i mean what is going on here i mean it is I, I i doesn't it just seem that all the tea leaves with lamar at this point are just indicating this dude is not playing for the baltimore ravens next year like Probably. if you just if you just look at all of the available evidence it seems like there's an impasse between him and the front office it seems like he's probably pretty frustrated that he spent half his career throwing to Devin Duvernay and Demarcus Robinson and Deshaun Jackson when he sees, you know, Kyler gets DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown and, you know, all these other young, oh, you know, the, the Eagles trade for, for A.J. Brown. And, and he's mm -hmm. sitting there like, all right, me and James Proche, we're going to war. Like, I, I totally get it if I was the more. I feel like, honestly, I feel like they've let him down for the most part. Yeah. Well, I, I think that you're right. I don't I don't think that he's going to stay uh, in Baltimore. But again, that will be the story of the summer for us, for sure. Or at least the story before the draft. I would imagine he's traded before April. All right, coming up next, it's time for us to take a look at the NFL playoffs coming up. We'll look at the injury report, talk about some players that could potentially be played in Daily Fantasy if they end up playing this week. And also some defensive players in jeopardy as well. So stay with us here on The Grid. You're watching Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. We'll be right back. Go sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day 
or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. We've got four great games coming up in the NFL this weekend. And tomorrow on the show, Davis and I will take a look at the Daily Fantasy Slate for Saturday's games. And then on Friday, of course, we'll take care of Sunday's games. That's tomorrow uh, with all the pricing coming out, of course, over on FanDuel and DraftKings right here on Fantasy Sports today. So stay tuned to that. But Davis, naturally right now, uh, the Jaguars are eight and a half point underdogs at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I understand the divisional round is usually the favorite to win and win big. I mean, that's sort of historically what it said. I mean, I am not trusting that at this point based on what I've seen in in the regular season and even in the playoffs. But I wonder if any injuries will play a factor in this game or any of the games this weekend. But the Chiefs are the biggest favorite on the board, and they probably should be for good reason. But would it shock me 34-30? Not at all. <laughs> not, nothing would shock me going into this week. I guess I'd be shocked if... Jacksonville won the game outright, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if this game is close in the fourth quarter at all. No, I was, I was, I was saying, I was saying the same thing actually uh, to, to a buddy earlier. Like I I think eight and a half is giving the chiefs a bit too much respect. I mean, the the chiefs are are quite good, but to me, this is your classic uh, six and a half, right? Six and a half to me sort of feels like the right number. The Jaguars can score points. They can move the ball. The chiefs have this awful run defense. We know the Jaguars are going to run a ton. And, you know, it, it really has sort of become the hallmark of the Chiefs this season is they don't really race out to these huge leads the way they used to when Tyreek Hill was on the team. They kind of just chip away, chip away, like, oh, Noah Gray here, Jody Fortson here, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I, I, don't, th- I don't think they're going to score 50 against the Jaguars. But for fantasy purposes, I think there are a couple – injuries that we need to to note which is sky Moore came back to practice he suffered a lacerated hand which means he got cut on his hand in week 16 someone probably stepped mm-hmm. on his hand or something seems like he's going to be back but mccall hardman is not going to be back so what we got like sky Moore, mvs justin watson those guys will be interesting for daily fantasy and then clyde Edwards Hilaire has been on the ir he's not played since i believe week 10 i want to say that's sort of interesting because they've, they've really got this good two-man backfield between Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon. And I honestly, I wonder if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire plays at all, but that'll definitely throw a wrinkle into the system. Yeah, no doubt. And, and going back to what you were saying before, like, I, you know, let's, let's stop and think about some of these big leads in the NFL, not just with the Chiefs, Davis. The Colts blew a massive lead 
the uh, Chargers blew that massive lead. I mean, these are things we've never seen before in the NFL. And by the way, the Chiefs, when they got off to that big lead against Denver, I think it was like 27 nothing in the first half, Denver came all the way back. They covered that spread a few weeks ago at the end of the season too. So I think anything can happen in these games this weekend for sure. And, I, I you know, teams are up 14 nothing. I don't know if that means anything right now in the NFL. All right, now, as far as the Jaguars are concerned, I guess the injury report for them, the one name that would factor in in any sort of DFS would be, I think, the the uh, third name, uh, second name that we're looking at here, Jamal Agnew. I think Agnew returns kicks, if I'm not mistaken, maybe punts, and also is sort of their third-string guy. It, it always seems like when he gets in the game, Davis, the announcers are surprised. They're like, oh, Jamal Agnew got a carry and looked pretty good, too, because it seems like he's good for two or three carries a game or maybe a reception a game and also some special teams. So if he can't go for any reason, I wonder what the ramifications from that would be. I mean, I, I think it would probably, I mean, this is pretty in the weeds for DFS, although I suppose he did score last week. If, if Agnew is not able to play, that would mean there's not really a rotational option for third wide receiver, which is going to mean that Marvin Jones probably goes from, let's say, 50 to 55% of the snaps to something like 70, 75% of the snaps. And he is really cheap in DFS. I believe he's $3,700 on DraftKings, I think $5,800 on FanDuel. And, and you know, worth noting for spread betters, Brandon Scherf, pretty good guard. He's made five Pro Bowls and then was signed to the Jaguars this offseason. No, no practice on Wednesday. Not not great uh, for, for a guy that you're going to need to, you know, be going out because the Chiefs have a bad defense, but they do have a good pass rush. So I, I don't know if he's worth anything against the spread. But sort of an interesting little thing. But I, I will definitely be monitoring Agnew because I, I'd be pretty into Marvin Jones at his price if I knew he was playing 80% of the salary. Yep, I agree. All right, now the night game Saturday night, Giants and Philadelphia Eagles. So any player that doesn't practice today, got to be in jeopardy for that game Saturday night. This is coming fast and furious. The Giants are in really good shape, though, I think, going into this. Again, they rested a lot of their guys a couple of weeks ago. And mostly defensive players that you'll see here, Landon Collins among them. I guess the only player that really makes sense as far as uh, analyzing from a daily fantasy perspective or even those people who are playing in the one-and-done leagues is that Isaiah Hodges looked so good last week that it would be a shame if, if he can't go in any way. But my guess is this is probably just uh, days of practice off. And it's also hard to read tea leaves, Davis, on a Tuesday practice because, again, the game uh, comes faster than normal with them playing on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really be worried about any of these guys. I mean, Adore Jackson is going to really have his hands full on uh, on Saturday. So he used to be teammates with A.J. Brown. He is going to be attempting to defend A.J. Brown this weekend. I mean, honestly, I would say all of this seems mostly fine. The guys that you would be worried about for the Giants not practicing, if Richie James wasn't able to play, if Isaiah Hodgins was not able to play, or if um, Darius Slayton was not able to play any of those guys because they're, you know, it's like, oh, do we want to be playing Kenny Galladay in this game? I, I think this game is, um, you know, it's, it's sort of interesting. I think there's like the narrative out there that the, the Giants are getting hot at the right time. Daniel Jones is, is really turning it all around. All these day three wide receiver picks, Slayton, James, Hodgins, all these guys are, are really sort of coming into their own. And, it, you know, it kind of depends on your time frame, right? Last four games, Giants are three and one, right? Seems pretty good. Giants last mm -hmm. nine games, three, four and one, right? Just uh, totally changes your perspective. Like uh, that tie, by the way, we, that, that was a game they were really trying to win 
against the uh, the Washington Commanders. They that that game would have been that game would have been absolutely huge for them to win. Uh, it ended up not mattering because of some of the other results, but I don't know. I I find myself having a hard time, Craig, buying the New York Giants, and I don't know if it's because it's it's honestly like leftover Gettleman, Joe Judge stink on the team because I do think Brian Dable is like an I mean I think he is an absolutely phenomenal coach but I just I don't know man I have a hard time thinking this team is going to give the Eagles a game yeah a lot a lot of people who have talked about this game has said have said that had Hurts played out the end of the season Davis and Minshew weren't in those games and they hadn't lost those games uh Philly would be 10 point favorites in this game it's just you know sort of the uncertainty of of not really seeing them all that much the last few weeks uh, but again, dragging you in toward the Giants is that seven and a half. You know, I think that's kind of that, the half point is really what's getting a lot of people. Now for the Eagles, uh, the jeopardy would be if Lane Johnson doesn't play. When Lane Johnson plays, the Eagles pretty much unbeatable. And when he doesn't, they never win. I mean, this is as simple as it gets. He's just an integral part of what they do. I haven't seen anywhere where he's not supposed to play Davis, but I guess this is something we'll watch. Yeah, I mean, look, the I would say probably the two biggest injuries to monitor for all of wildcard weekend are... Lane Johnson and Jalen Hurts because now now Hurts is going to play. There's there's no question that he is going to play. But I actually think the market is sort of telling us they don't 100% believe that Jalen Hurts is healthy because Hurts uh, he really struggled in that. I mean, two weeks ago he struggled in that game against the Giants. Only mm-hmm. ran nine times for 13 yards. Like did not look like full Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts is banged up, I mean, look, you could totally see. Uh, I I if Jalen Hurts is like 70% healthy with that shoulder. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if they cover the spread I'm, and I could actually see them losing. But if he's yeah. 100% good to go, you know, uh, I, I think the Giants had a great season and, and they'll try again next year. <laughs> yeah, Hurts definitely in, uh, two weeks ago when he played made more of an effort to run out of bounds than run over the middle, which is something that he hasn't really done all season long for anybody who's watched the Eagles play. So we certainly will see. All right, coming up next, more Daily Fantasy. We'll dive into more, take a look at the evening slate, of course. So stay on the grid with us right here on Fantasy Sports Today. As a reminder, we also have the Sports Grid 60 coming up. And, of course, we've got some fantasy or reality. So stay on the grid with us as we'll be right back. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a creole princess or get goofy officially when we come through it's true magic because we came to play at walt disney world resort reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. NBA night is coming fast, a few hours away, Davis. We've got nine games tonight on the National Basketball Association slate. Another huge night last night in the NBA. Some upsets, too. San Antonio beating Brooklyn and uh, Davis Dame Lillard with another 40-point performance. He's the hottest player right now in the NBA. But uh, on tonight's slate, we got some good matchups. I see Cleveland-Memphis. That's obviously a really good one there. Atlanta-Dallas, an interesting matchup as well. What are you looking at for tonight's slate? Yeah, I mean, we do have, I think, some pretty big matchups. Uh, one one you would not have expected before the beginning of the season, the Lakers against the Kings. They're, they're both kind of fighting out there at the bottom of the Western Conference. Minnesota and Denver, fairly interesting. You know, Minnesota basically needs every game they can get, not looking like a particularly great spot for them. Atlanta, Dallas is interesting, obviously, because of the you know, Trey Young was was drafted before Luka Doncic. The Hawks are, uh, you know, the Hawks, they they got to just, I mean, they got to wake up every day. And you're like, man, we could have had Luka Doncic. And instead, we have this guy who just wants to shoot and never play any defense. Of course, we got loads of injuries that we have to discuss tonight. So Paul George for the Clippers has been ruled out early. John Wall has been ruled out early. And Reggie Jackson is questionable. But the big one is that uh, Kawhi Leonard did play last night played 36 minutes against the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to guess he doesn't play tonight. So I'm going to guess that we have the Clippers without Kawhi, without Paul George, without John Wall, and probably without Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard as well. So they're going to kind of be our, our value bonanza team that we are looking for tonight. You know, Norman Powell, Trey Mann, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, all of those guys are going to be well in play. Tyrese Halliburton continues to be out for the Indiana Pacers, which probably wouldn't matter much, but they are playing against uh, my Oklahoma City Thunder tonight, who are, you know, God God bless their hearts, just not very good on defense. We got, you know, TJ McConnell, Benedict Matherin, um, a lot of those guys. And uh, then we got some other, you know, big questionable guys that, that I, I don't have a big lean on either way. Uh, Luca and LeBron are questionable. Laurie Markin. Uh, Lori Markinen is questionable for, for Utah, which seems pretty big. And uh, Donovan Mitchell listed as questionable as well. And I actually think there's a chance that Donovan Mitchell doesn't play. So that would be a pretty big one with Darius Garland uh, for, for Cleveland. All right. So good matchups uh, tonight in those. Let's take a look at some of the pricing. And we will start off with the guards. And Davis mentioned that matchup tonight with the Hawks. Luka Doncic tonight is 12000 400. We have John Moran, as I mentioned, going up against Cleveland. He is priced at 10200 Shea Gilgis-Alexander is up to 10000 tonight. LaMelo Ball, 9600 followed by Trey Young at 9500 And since Paul George is not going to play, you want to make sure, folks, that if you're looking at your optimized lineups or looking at that graphic, you do not put him in your lineup tonight. All right, so uh, easy enough. Let's go ahead and make some selections for tonight. Yeah, I mean, I do think Doncic will be pretty popular, and I don't think it'll be that hard to fit him in because we have injury situations for the Pacers, and I'm expecting big rest. Like, I, I think we might have the Clippers with, like, eight guys active tonight. So I don't think it'll be particularly hard to fit in. Maybe, uh, well, definitely one, probably even two studs tonight. But, I mean, it's just pretty hard to not look at John Morant for $1,000 cheaper and, and Gilgis Alexander for almost $2,500 less. Like uh, Shea is, I mean, he's going to start in the all-star game. Like he really has been unbelievable. 31 points, five rebounds, six assists, two steals per game. He, it's, it's really been 
pretty unbelievable. And I think this is a good spot for him against Indianapolis. I mean, uh, TJ McConnell guarding you. Not uh, TJ McConnell going to be like a really, really good coach someday. Uh, that, like he really understands basketball, but he just is. He's just a little bit slow for the uh, the NBA game. I, I, I think Trey Young is actually sort of interesting because like we know uh, Doncic uh, that just he has to try so hard on offense that it's just hard for him to really give his all on defense. So it's not a terrible spot for Trey Young. Uh, some of the value guys. So if Reggie Jackson is able to play tonight, so he's listed as questionable, but if he plays, they uh, DraftKings moved his price all the way down to 3,500. I mean, he would pretty much be a lock starting at point guard for the Clippers. Same deal for Karis LeVert. If Donovan Mitchell doesn't go, pretty much locked into like 32 minutes. He's 5,100. Jose Alvarado has been starting for the Pelicans because they, they're dealing. So right now Zion, Brandon Ingram, and uh, Najee Marshall are all banged up and not playing. Uh, Norm Powell, if he starts, is probably my favorite Clipper. I would say of all the of all the Clippers, he's probably my favorite. And then all the, the Pacers guys, Andrew Nemhard, Benedict Matherin, and TJ McConnell. Matherin is my favorite because he's the guy who, who can score the most. But I, I would assume that McConnell is probably going to be the most owned of that group. Okay, let's take a look now at the forwards tonight. Provide LeBron plays. He's the top-priced option tonight at 11500 over on DraftKings. Now, obviously, we got two Clippers tonight that may not play. One is Kawhi Leonard, who Davis had played last night at 10300 So Julius Randle becomes intriguing at 10-1. Paul George, who's out tonight at 9-1, so it doesn't matter there. Kristaps Porzingis is priced at 8900 and uh, Davis Jimmy Butler's price just uh, has fallen for really the majority of the season here was a $9,000 player, but uh, down to 8,700 tonight for the heat. I'm, I'm not sure which direction the heat's going to go, by the way, as the season goes on and, uh, and after the season too, I think they had a little higher expectations at the beginning of the year. Well, Craig, I mean, you and I both know the Miami heat do not tank the Miami heat do not, uh, you know, reconfigure. They do not rebuild for the future. They reload like, you know, and, and, it's so it's interesting right now. You look at the market and you're like, okay, the play-in games have kind of changed everything. It's like who who's selling right now? Well, yeah. uh, there there are like two teams. There are like two teams right now that are like selling for sure. No, I think we'll see the Pacers get there. I think Oklahoma City could get there. They have they have some guys who could you know be added to a rotation. Like we'll we'll see because the 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 price of getting to the first or second overall pick is like unbelievable. I mean. You know, Wembenyana and, and Scoop Henderson. They're, these are like two absolutely generational guys. So I think Jimmy Butler is going to keep firing as much as we can get him. Uh, do really like LeBron, assuming he plays tonight. It's like an unbelievable matchup against the Kings, who have a horrible defense. They play really fast, and you also have the combination of uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the the forward slots are going to be filled in by value guys. So I think LeBron might be like six, seven, eight percent owned tonight because Robert Covington. 3,600 looks really good. Levert, 5,100. He's guard and forward. He looks really good. Lou Dort, 4,800. My guy, he's been, uh, and he's just been playing a ton, and he's finally making some threes. All, all the Clippers guys, right? Norman Powell, Mann, Marcus Morris, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we got Najee Marshall, assuming he's back tonight, you know, mm -hmm. playing 35 minutes for the Pelicans. Uh, Evan Mobley, uh, Mobley, I mean, we really have not talked about him much on the program, but it was, it was sort of assumed that Evan Mobley was really going to take that next leap. I mean, he was so good on defense last year. We were kind of just waiting for him to refine his game on offense a little bit. Hasn't really happened for him yet this year. You know, 14 and a half points per game, 
eight rebounds. Like, still really good for a young guy, but I, I would expect with Donovan Mitchell out tonight, he is at least going to project pretty well. Uh, and then we have uh, the good Jalen Williams. There's two Jalen Williams on Oklahoma City. There's there's the wing and there's the big. Uh, so we got the wing Jalen Williams uh, who at 5,000 tonight who looks pretty strong. But honestly, like the Clippers guys, assuming Kawhi also doesn't play, they're all, all the Clippers wing guys are, are the best plays. All right. And let's uh, take a look now as we cap it off with the center position. And I didn't realize LeBron qualifies as a center on DraftKings. Is that right? Correct? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's he's uh, he's power forward center eligible. They do this every right. once in a while. I mean, it, their their updates are done algorithmically. But like, if you look at the Lakers rotation, he is actually playing a lot of center right now. I, I guess it would depend on so when LeBron James and Wenyan Gabriel, a real player out there. Uh, it's like, which one of those two guys would you classify as the center between the two of them? I think LeBron gotcha. is actually taller than Wenyan Gabriel. But, I mean, hey, that's uh, that's just the, it's the modern NBA. It's crazy. All right, so let's take a look at it. LeBron, put him in at center tonight if you can. This may be a rare opportunity here, priced at 11500 on DraftKings. But then again, how do you not play Nikola Jokic? He's at 11400 DeMontis Sabonis, double-double king, 10500 Chris Tapps Porzingis, 8900 Bam Adebayo of the Heat, 8800 And Christian Wood, priced tonight at 8800 on DraftKings. So I guess you could do a little uh, configuring here. But again, like putting LeBron in to not have the Joker, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess you can shift some things around. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, get, getting getting LeBron and Jokic in together would be sort of interesting. I mean, uh, last night we really liked we really liked Jokic. You know, I was saying like he he was he was kind of my guy last night. I think I like him a little bit less in the context of this slate. Uh, you know, Minnesota really their only good defenders are in the interior. Man, Jokic absolutely painted. I I'm, I'm just seeing I'm just seeing the results. He absolutely destroyed Portland last night. Seventy three fantasy he's really he is so unbelievable we are so lucky to live in the age of of Nikola Jokic so he he is a, a good play tonight I don't think near as good because of how good the the value options are at center uh Covington Walker Kessler Mason Plumley starting for Charlotte against Houston uh Mark Williams the backup center for Houston he's like the best points per dollar guy at center and then uh Zubats tonight I think Zubats is, is going to have to play huge minutes for the Clippers. Honestly, I think you could get away with playing like five Clippers in a lineup tonight. They are, they, they, they have a really good matchup, and uh, they're, they're just not going to have any of their guys. All right, fair enough. That is your lineup for tonight. And by the way, if you missed any of our segment talking Daily Fantasy, in terms of the NBA, go to DailyRotor.com. Davis and his team will help you optimize a lineup each and every night in the National Basketball Association. Coming up next... Time for some fantasy or reality. We'll dive into what the Cowboys will do at kicker. Also tell you about uh, a few Major League Baseball signings in the last 24 hours. Three free agents off the board in the last 24 hours. I'll tell you who's next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... 
It's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. If you are following us on social media, always a good time to do so with the upcoming games this weekend in the NFL. That's at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV for the latest news, notes, information, breaking news. As a matter of fact, I broke some news earlier today, Davis, as uh, we've got some baseball signings real quick to talk about here before we get to our fantasy or reality. Um, you know, all the big names are pretty much gone in, in baseball. But look, you're going to be playing in the NFBC. I'm going to be playing in the NFBC. All three of these names going to be drafted in, in fantasy baseball in the NFBC, probably later on. True, but uh, going to be taken. So uh, I reported this morning, Adam Duvall has signed with the Boston Red Sox on a one-year deal. $7 million could make up to 10. Last night, the Athletic reported that Brian Anderson, former Marlin, signed with the Milwaukee Brewers, probably going to play third base for them this season. You know what happens when guys go to Milwaukee. All of a sudden, they go bananas. Uh, $3.5 million can also make a little bit more. I reported that as well. I guess I had two stories today. And uh, then SNY is now reporting that Tommy Pham, our favorite fantasy football enthusiast, Wink, has signed a one-year deal uh, with the New York Mets. So uh, Fam does seem to be on the outside looking in as far as playing time goes, Davis, I think. But the other two names that we talked about are absolutely going to get drafted and played on a weekly basis in some of these fantasy leagues. So of the three, any, any in particular more interesting than another to you? I mean, if Fam found a way to play, I actually think he would sort of be the most interesting. It's just a matter of like, I don't know who he plays over. I guess it would be, uh, he would sort of be splitting time with Mark Canha. I guess right. Kanha would play against – I mean, I guess if, if Fam is able to get in there against righties, you're talking about, like, a fair amount of um, playing time, but I, I don't know. I don't know if he will. Fam, yeah, Fam, like, yeah, I, I, the issue is, is, like, well, one, I've been watching baseball for a lot longer than I realized. Like, in my mind, Tommy Fam is like, oh, yeah, he's, like, 28, 29. Like, he could still – no, dude, Tommy Fam <laughs> is, is 35 no. years old. <laughs> Tommy yeah, Fam is, is 35 years old. And, and his projection – that's the thing is like his projection will probably look pretty good. Like if you look at his, his zips or his steamer or whatever, he'll project like 15 home runs, 10 steals, like a batting average. that's not going to kill you. But I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I don't really see how he ends up playing now. Duvall, Duvall playing in, in the AL East. I mean, you want to talk about a dude who's pretty interesting. The, the problem would be for NFBC is he, unless he goes on one of his patented Adam Duvall, like insane, hot streaks where every ball looks like a beach ball to him he's playing lefties only so you're talking like he's getting like eight plate appearances a week probably that's a hard dude to start in the nfbc but like a really good for daily fantasy it's just a matter of is he able to get plate appearances against righties 
Yeah, we will see. I mean, the Red Sox, Davis didn't do a lot in the offseason. They stay. Um, they stay. So, so, yeah. so maybe the playing time is there for him. We certainly will see. All right. It is time for us to dive in now to some NFL and, of course, some other topics as well. Let's hit some fantasy or reality. Okay, Davis, in some interviews yesterday, it does appear, at least for the time being, now, again, can't go by anything that's really said. It's the action in the end. But it does appear that the Dallas Cowboys are going to run it back with Brett Maher. Now, if you don't know who Brett Maher is, maybe you you know weren't paying attention to the NFL playoffs this weekend for whatever reason. Uh, Brett Maher, kicker of the Dallas Cowboys, missed four, four extra points in one game as a member of the Dallas Cowboys. During the season, he was fantastic. So no one really knows what's going on here. I think some people have described it as potentially the yips. I think that that's obvious for the extra points. There is no question about that. I'm also guessing, Davis, that this Brett Maher, from the moment that he wakes up to the moment he goes to sleep, is kicking footballs until their game coming up on Sunday night. Cowboys are going to stick with him, apparently, for now, as we do the show right now. Fantasy or reality, the Dallas Cowboys are doing the right thing, sticking with their kicker, who's been their answer for them all season long. And make no mistake about it, Davis, this is a kicker who's been really good. It's not like he's like a 25th best kicker in the NFL. He's been excellent for them this season. Are they making the right choice here? They are. Fantasy or reality? I mean, Brett Maher is a really, really good kicker, and that is why this is complicated. So if this was, Craig, you're, you're totally right. You know, if this was Rodrigo Blankenship, Sam, you know, if this was, you're, you're exactly right. If this was the 25th best kicker in the NFL, and he's kind of been fine for them all year, but not great. I mean, we're talking about a dude who has tied the NFL record for longest field goal ever, right, at, at 63 yards. So he's tied that. We were talking about a guy who has made a huge percentage of his field goals this year, uh, led the NFL in extra points made. Like, just, I, I mean, really. And, and And I guess another complicating factor is he handles – their kickoffs, you know, you know, some teams have a kickoff specialist. Sometimes they have the punter do it. Samar so does the kickoffs. He does all, all their field goals. That being said, this is Craig literally brain dead. I mean, this is like, can you imagine going into a road playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers with a very projected tight score? This is not playing the Buccaneers who are like the most pathetic team in the NFL playoffs. We're talking about like, this could very easily come down to zero seconds left on the clock. You got to make a 47 yard field goal or we're going home. You, Brett cannot be on the roster or, or he can be on the roster, but you got it. You got to cut your seventh defensive back and add a second kicker. I, I, I think this is absolutely terrible. And I think it could end up being the reason that they lose. So I got, I, I got fantasy. This is not the right call. Yeah. If I have fantasy too, it feels negligent. The, the only scenario that I could see playing out for Brett uh, Maher, in my opinion, and again, I don't know how the intricacies of how the NFL works. And Davis, you mentioned like, uh, you know, the roster spots and things like that. Uh, in my opinion, Dallas must have another kicker uh, flying with them to San Francisco on Sunday night. And probably, and again, the game is, I guess, different than the warmups, I suppose. But usually they say that the warmups are an indication of the game. So my guess is, Davis, is that I would have, I'm sorry, Brett Moore, I would have somebody else there with you kicking field goals, warming up before the game and, and having a coach watch. And, and if he's kicking them, 
in in the you know before the game i think i would allow it i think i would allow it and then okay fine roll him out there but you can't go into this game sunday just making the blanket assumption that he's just gonna be fine i agree with you i don't think that is the case but i think i would be willing to let it go if during warm-ups everything is going fine but once he steps on that field it is different than the, the cowboys practice field in arlington i can tell you that for sure and by the way even with him making kicks in warm-ups, it probably doesn't mean necessarily that he's going doesn't, to make doesn't, kicks. Doesn't mean anything, right? That's the key. It doesn't probably. mean anything if he's making them in warm-ups. Probably so. But that's the only plausible answer that I could that I could come up with uh, for him. It's a tough spot. It is a really tough spot. I have fantasy, too. I, I cannot go into that game against the 49ers and just assuming, all right, well, if he doesn't make it, we'll just keep going for two. <laughs> that is not the answer going into this game, in my opinion. All right, the, the hard thing now for a lot of folks, Davis, is you got Buffalo going up as a four-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend against the Cincinnati Bengals. And you have the Kansas City Chiefs as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I got to be honest with you. I think one of those teams is going to lose. I don't think this is going to be a factor because the NFL is wacky. Things, crazy things happen. Maybe the Jags win. Maybe Cincinnati wins. Wouldn't shock me at all based on what I've seen. But those fans sort of have to make a key decision ahead of the game because if they play in the AFC championship it is a travel game for the fans of the Chiefs and it is a travel game for the fans who travel very well for the Buffalo Bills so to get your price in a non-refundable way you may have to buy these tickets now or maybe during the game it's almost like a bet fantasy reality Davis you would buy tickets to go see the AFC championship in Atlanta before the games are even played this weekend boy that seems like some risk doesn't it fantasy or reality i mean look you you gotta you gotta plan for you gotta plan for the best case you gotta do it you gotta buy the you gotta buy the tickets you gotta buy the plane tickets now obviously i would say chiefs fans can feel more confident than bills fans no no disrespect to the buffalo bills but that game to me feels much more up in the air than than jags Chiefs, I, I think this is a total reality. I think you have to buy the tickets. I think you got to book the hotel room. You got to buy the plane tickets. Now, a lot of these plates, like, so I think with like Southwest, if you pay an extra 20 bucks, you can do the, you know, refundable 24 hours in advance for whatever reason. I would assume that's harder with hotels. Uh, I, I think with Airbnbs, if you cancel 48 hours out, you can get the, you can get like a full refund or whatever. So I, I think this is a reality. I, I think you got to do it. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I think fantasy. I, I think just if, if this is in your budget and you're making your once a year road trip to your and now listen, if it's if it's in a budget beyond, it doesn't even matter. You could just wait. Uh, I, I think I'd wait, man. I, I don't know. I could see this totally. I could see a Bengals Jaguars AFC championship. And and I would just knowing the way that travel has gone this year in the United States and with buying these tickets and just the availability now, look, would I book a, a refundable hotel in some way? That would be the one thing I think I would have to do. I think I would have to do because you, otherwise you're staying like an hour away outside Atlanta. Maybe you're going to Athens or, or Macon or somewhere else uh, or Jacksonville. But what I would do, do it and uh, is do it now, get it figured out. The other good thing from this is that if the Jaguars were to somehow upset the Kansas City Chiefs, Davis, uh, th those fans would not have to travel to an AFC championship. You know that they are not involved in this. It's just the two fan bases of Buffalo and right. Kansas City if it comes down to that. So you're only fighting against, you know, 20,000 people. I would say wait and and wait until you see what happens. And it's like a bet. Wait during the game. You see your team's up, you know, 27-0. You, know you know the Chiefs are not the Chargers, I don't think. 
buy your tickets then at that point. You know that that is the case. Uh, Buffalo, I don't know. <laughs> Buffalo, I don't know if I would feel that good, Davis. They were up 17-3 to on Miami. Then it was 17-6. Then it was 17-9. And then the Dolphins took the lead. It was, like, insane. So I'm going to say fantasy. I'm going to wait uh, to, to uh, wait this out. Now, one of the more popular – let's end with this. One of the more popular TV shows right now that is streaming, Davis, is the show White Lotus. Now, full transparency here. My wife is in on the show. I have not been. But I know it's supremely popular, and and I know a lot of people have talked about just the dynamics of the show. Fantasy or reality, you can right now rent this villa from the White Lotus show for $6,000 a night via Airbnb. Fantasy or reality, you would want to do this. Uh, you know what? I, I got to say yes, actually. Like, my, my main takeaway from both seasons of the White Lotus, even though this is – obviously, this is not supposed to be your takeaway. It's a little bit more of, like, a literary – you know, you, you got to examine the themes. It's the retelling of Greek, you know, tragic myths or whatever type stuff. But as, like, uh, you know, just a, an average Joe sitting there watching TV, huge takeaway is, dude, this is beautiful stuff. Like, I, it would be amazing to spend a weekend at any – of these locations and i mean i i really enjoyed uh the second season I, I think consensus is people enjoyed the second season less but it actually had better you know critical reception or whatever uh but i got i got reality i i would definitely be down to stay in the villa from from the white lotus yeah going the other way here my wife probably hopefully not watching this show because she probably doesn't know that it is available so i i will say fantasy here and hopefully i can save some loot for some other trip. I am sure that I'm going to have a couple trips coming this summer to, to drop the money, and I'm not going to do it on this. Uh, so I'm going to say fantasy on, on this one. So Davis and I disagreed on two of the three today, which is rare. Usually we're in concert on a lot of these. All right, coming up next, time for the Sports Grid 60. So stay on the grid for that. Don't forget, I'm right back with you here on Sports Grid, 2 o'clock Eastern for another edition of Newswire. So stay on the grid there. We'll get into everything happening in the world of sports wagering. So hopefully I can catch you then. But Davis and I, back to wrap it up right after these brief messages right here on Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Davis and I will be right back here tomorrow. We'll take a look at the Sunday games in the NFL, start working through the daily fantasy slates in daily fantasy football. Let's turn it over to Davis, though, as we wrap up the show. Here is today's Sports Grid at 60. So... Pretty cool story, I think, happening with the uh, the Detroit Lions, which is that their offensive coordinator, uh, I believe his name is Ben Johnson, basically turned down a bunch of interviews. Was getting some interviews, uh, was was being considered by some for some of these open positions, Jets, Chargers, and uh, basically said, "No way, man! Signing a contract extension with the Detroit Lions. I love Dan Campbell. Uh, that was a big part of it. I, I I love what we're doing here. The Lions are like right now. They are. They, I think everyone can literally root for the Lions. I think Packers fans and Bears fans even at this stage, like they just seem like a super super likable team. Dan Campbell seems like a very very likable fella, and uh, I I love to see that. Very similar to how Kellen Moore uh, has stayed with the Dallas Cowboys for the entirety of his career. Uh, I I just kind of like that when coordinators. They're like, look, man, I, I can be a head coach eventually, but right now I like where I'm at. I always I always love that stuff. So uh, good on you, Ben Johnson. It sure does seem as though uh, Lamar Jackson is going to enjoy the drama of himself in the offseason. Now, this has happened with a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL. It was Russell Wilson last year. It's been Aaron Rodgers through the years and Tom Brady's. And Tom Brady, I, I feel like uh, Lamar Jackson is looking at this thing going, yep, bring it all to me. I'm going to go on Instagram. I'm going to go on Twitter. I, I, I want the attention. Let's do it. It feels like this is his time. It feels like the Lamar Jackson offseason. Now, how this is going to end is anybody's guess. But as David said earlier in the show, I feel like anything is possible except I don't think he's going back to the Ravens at this point. There's no reason for him to be posting stuff. He could just be completely quiet, and then a trade could happen, and that would be it. It definitely feels like a drama-filled spring and maybe summer for the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. That'll do it for the show. Thanks again to our producers and, of course, our friends at LTN and our graphics department. For David Matic, I'm Craig Mish. I'll see you back here at 2 o'clock Eastern for our next edition of Newswire. Until then, have a great day, everyone. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.